And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. There's nothing better than traveling to Walt Disney World over the holidays. Right now, we have an amazing offer going on for our Disney Dads family. Tell me a little bit about it, Jamie. I'm so excited to be able to bring this incredible offer to our family. And that is if you book a vacation package now through the end of December 2019, we are giving a complimentary party ticket. He's very Merry Christmas party. So contact us for details and we can get you that incredible offer. Contact us at show at awaywithmetravel.com. And we can't wait to get you to these amazing parties today. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Beyond. There's a bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney Dads Podcast. Show us a little about us, a lot about Disney. It is December the 8th, 2019. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by one of my uh, brothers here. Uh, Mike, how you doing, bud? Doing good. I'm doing good. I feel like we're missing somebody, something tonight. It's awfully kind of, you know, toned down a little bit because our good brother's not here tonight, Jason. He's off with the family, uh, having some important family Christmas time. And uh, obviously, this time of year, it's much needed and uh, we wish him well. But we do miss him tonight. You know, it's uh, it's kind of like that, you know, just just kind of evens out the uh the group here you know and uh but we know that he's been hitting us with pictures and some of the food he's been eating and some weird food he's been eating so uh we definitely miss him but uh i'm doing good otherwise it's uh i'm in that festive mood now i think it's kind of really hit me that i've fully embraced christmas and uh the house is decorated the pictures are taken for the kids to send out you know their christmas cards and uh it's, it's that it's i can really sink my teeth into the holidays now you're looking festive. I mean, if if people could see you right now, you're rocking the Jack Skellington Christmas jammies. You're wearing the uh, your lights around your neck. Yeah. You got your Yankee Santa hat on. I figured it was if any time, but now is more than you know. It's obviously appropriate. So I figured, go with it. Um, let me ask you this, man: How long do you do you eat Thanksgiving food after it's Thanksgiving? If you're asking now, it's too far. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been done with that. Uh, typically, if it's there by Sunday, it's gone. You know, the, really? Okay, yeah. yeah I don't, we don't keep it much after that. I feel guilty, man, throwing out, but I don't really like leftovers well, either. What are you but, like, planning we have on ton- keeping? Turkey. We have tons of turkey. Nah, that'd left. be gone. That'd be gone. You don't think it's still good? Mm, I mean, it might be good, but I wouldn't keep it. On the next episode, you'll hear uh, Justin's gone. He's uh, he's got a case of food poisoning. Uh, he's out for the week. <laughs> Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just see that. And then another thing is like pies. Like Katie still has a whole pumpkin pie she hadn't even touched. And I'm like, all right, come on. Let's just get rid of this stuff. Let's throw it out. It's garbage day today. You know. Let's get. Let's get rid of Do it. Do you really like pumpkin pie? I hate pumpkin pie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, you and I are in the same boat with pies. I don't really like pies no, in general. The only pie that I'll kind of sink my teeth into would be a pecan pie, or pecan. 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 pecan there you go. You know, tomato. Yeah. Tomato. Whatever. It's always tomato. No one ever says tomato, and if they do, they're you're, they're you're right. They need yeah. They need help. Um, do you like whipped cream? Uh, on ice cream, a little bit. Ugh, Not on see, pie. No, no. I can't do it. This has turned into just Justin and Mike's food hour. <laughs> we're just going to sit and talk. What episode are we listening to? What is this? What are we talking about? We're just going to sit and talk. Uh, welcome to Justin and Mike's food hour. See what happens when Jason goes away? We just kind of go off track. It all goes off the rails. It's perfect. Um, look, man, I tell you what. Things are gearing up here because we're getting ready for a Disney trip. We're uh, we're leaving here in a few days and heading down, getting to check out all the uh, Christmas stuff going on. There is one thing that we always do when we're down there, and that's hit up Disney Springs. We make it a point to go over because there's so much stuff 
that uh, that they do over that way. I mean, the Christmas tree trail. For those of you who don't get to Disney during Christmas, um, I I have to say, if you're planning a Disney trip for Christmas, or if you, even in the future, like, hey, someday I want to do that, you need to make an evening of not going to the parks and heading over to Springs. And for those of you who have been to the parks during Christmas, you right now you're going, yep, yep, he's 100% right. Because the Christmas tree trail, where they have um, probably two dozen trees, I would say, close to it, and they all are based on either um, different Disney characters or different different Disney movies. Like, The Little Mermaid will have a tree, and Mickey will have a tree, and Minnie will have a tree, and you know, Nightmare Before Christmas will have a tree. And it's really cool, man. And as you walk through, the, the snow's falling, you know, the fake snow. And they have a place where you can buy food and drinks and souvenirs and all that cool stuff. So it's, it's definitely, man, as much as you like Christmas after Thanksgiving, you would go crazy uh, spending probably an hour or two just walking through and checking out all the different ornaments and trees and all that kind of stuff. Now, do you have like a, a book you can check off like you do in some of the festival stuff when you go around Epcot and then you get a pin when you're done checking out all of the stuff? Or is it just one of those things you, it's just there for you to enjoy? No, it's just a trail, so they have an entrance and an exit, okay. so you can't miss any of them. Oh, okay. like once you're in, it's not like a scavenger hunt. You're trying to find. No, okay. no, no. You're not like going to like find in the different trees. They're all in one spot. So when you enter, then you you're gonna pass every gotcha. every gotcha. tree, and they're pretty close. I mean, they're you know ten, fifteen feet apart. Some of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're you know it's not like they're they're spread out, but there's there's quite a few. I remember last year the haunted mansion. I hope they have it again this year. I I, I intentionally kind of go dark on 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 looking up stuff for christmas because i you know i want to see what's new i don't want to see it online sure, i want to sure. go down and see it um last year they had the haunted mansion tree and they had i mean just like madame leota she was right in the middle of the tree it was just, it was super cool man really really cool i've seen some people in our group have been posting pictures of some of the trees a lot of them look really yeah. cool yeah very good yeah yeah you would love the jack skellington tree man oh the, yeah the night before yeah. christmas absolutely so one of the stores that I typically avoid when I'm down there because I can't stand the smell, and it's the Rinse uh, Bath and Body Company, and they're offering for the seasonal a sample of the holidays, a peppermint patty body spread moisturizer. Uh, I know you are very delicate with your skin and your hair products. Is that something you're going to be stopping off for? I have. Katie, we were out the other day with friends, and Katie goes, just randomly, man, she was like, you know, Justin has really soft hands. <laughs> To our friends, and I'm like, I mean, it's true, I do, because I do take, I have lots of moisturizers, you know. Uh, yeah, man, I would go in here and, and buy something, for sure. But it's me. I mean, that doesn't, that shouldn't shock anyone. No, not at all. Not that. But all. I love essential oils. Do y'all use essential oils in the house? Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. we do too. Yeah, I, I love I love our essential oils, so we do all that. Um, now, is it something that's going to get me to go over there? You know, no, probably not. I mean, if I'm there and stop in and, and there's something you know that catches my eye maybe i'll pick it up but we don't buy a lot of stuff like that i mean that's something we can buy here mm-hmm. you know like the one thing we'll buy we'll buy the disney scents sometimes for candles or you know if we run into those over that way um lots sometimes in the co-op they have a place set up to where you can go in and, and pick that kind of stuff up um but this kind of stuff no nah, we don't really we don't really go there uh the one point the one place that i'm sure that you would stop in though would be the ballast point brewing company because they have a, a holiday-inspired ale nog. Mm-hmm. Now, what's an ale nog? I know what, I know what you know. Egg nog is. We talked about that. But what's ale nog? Uh, you know, I, I, it's funny because we talked about the eggnog porter on the last show. You know that because it's down over in Epcot right now. It was uh, by shipyard. So I went to our local uh, beer distributor over here, and I said, "Do you have that yet?" And he says, "No, nah, it's not in yet. We might get it in the next couple of weeks." And obviously, it's a porter, and you know, it's it's a it's a pale ale. I don't know. I mean, an ale nog. There are so many different flavored beers now. I'm assuming it's going to have some kind of Christmassy flavor, like a like a spicy kind of maybe like a Sam Adams winter mix or something like that. That's what I'm kind of figuring it's going to taste like. I would definitely try it. Um, I mean, listen, the beer distributor around here is starting to get in all of these seasonal brews, so uh, I don't mind grabbing a few here and there. They have a mix and match. You know, you can buy like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you can get like six for nine ninety nine or something like that. You can just pick your right, own six right. out. So it's nice trying a little sample pack before you commit to buying a 12-pack or a six-pack or something you might not like. But an ale nog, never had one. Man, see, like, Jay loves those porters. You like trying different beers. For me, I'm so simple. Whenever it comes to, I, like, I'm soup. I'm the, probably the most high maintenance of the three of us, 
except for when it comes to beers. And if they had a Bud Light nog, I would probably try that. But other than that, I'm I'm good to go, man. But the the one thing that does look really good, and I'm not even a sweets person, is the chocolate peppermint crazy shake that they have over at Black Tap Craft, uh, the burgers and shakes. I cannot have peppermint mixed with anything else. It's just really? it's one of those individual flavors like mint chocolate chip, peppermint. What about peppermint cho- patties? No, no. If the world was made of peppermint patties, I'd never eat again. Dude, Katie crushes that stuff at Christmas. Nope. She loves that kind of stuff. Nope, not me. We we have tons of peppermint uh, hot chocolate downstairs. Ugh, that just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> Of all the things to finally disgust you, it's peppermint yeah, and chocolate. It's, Two of the things that go together. I don't know. Nice. It's yeah, not for me. You know what that reminds me of, though, whenever I'm looking at the picture? It reminds me of when we went to um, Sugar up there oh, in yeah, the Sugar, sugar factory. factory. Sure, sure. Up there in New York. So hopefully it's at least half the price of the Sugar Factory, though, or otherwise we're all in trouble. Yeah, I would assume. Um, uh, a couple other things that are going on. Uh, Catal Restaurant is serving a, a three-course um, prefix menu on uh, Christmas Eve. So if you're around, you know, Disney Springs on Christmas Eve, head over there. You can uh, you can stop in and you can uh, enjoy that. Um, other than that, the one thing that I would definitely do, and I know you would too, is La Brea Bakery Cafe has some special cocktails. Mm-hmm. Look, anytime I get a special cocktail now, that's a different story. Uh, you're looking at a Merry Manhattan, a Tinsel Teeny, a mistletoe margarita, a jolly old-fashioned, or a joyful daiquiri? I think I'd have to go with the Merry Manhattan. I just couldn't say Tinseltini with a straight face. and, and I say it anyways. I say it all the time. <laughs> That's just how I order my martinis anyways. <laughs> a little Tinseltini, yeah, please. Tinseltini, please. Um Yeah, man, that's that sounds amazing. And then over at Salt and Straw, they got the gingerbread cookie dough, apple brandy pecan pie, and peppermint cocoa. Those all sound fantastic too, but uh, you know it's it's a lot of different foods. It looks like um, you ever stopped in Sprinkles before the cupcake store? No, never have. Nope. And they have a chocolate peppermint cap- cupcake, so that certainly wouldn't draw me in for that one. Yeah, I don't know. We're not really uh, cupcake people, so that 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 doesn't really get our thing. Although you know that's the one thing Katie and Riley always cook. It's like. I don't even like cupcakes that much. <laughs> and yet somehow they just constantly make cupcakes. And I'm like, can we, can they just, they just sit in our pantry for three weeks. Um, another thing, make sure to check out guys. If you're there too, is the carolers, this, you know, they'll be singing on the stage and around Disney Springs. So really, really, uh, lots and lots of stuff at Disney Springs. And Mike, you and I had a great night over there hanging out at Disney Springs last time we were together. Oh yeah. I, I can't imagine how cool it would be for the, you know, holiday time. Uh, it's like I said, it's been a long time since I've been able to go down to Disney during the holidays because of the kids with school, but uh it's something that as soon as we'll be able to take the opportunity we'll have to seize it because there's a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah, you know, the the one thing that they don't have to worry about there being a light a light crowd at is Hollywood Studios right now. Oh yeah. Buddy, <laughs> I mean this was a huge, huge, huge past week for Disney. Um, on the 5th, you have Rise of the Resistance opening at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and it opens to huge, huge positive reviews, huge fanfare, and what I think may be the best, other than Walt giving a speech on, on Main Street USA uh, in Disneyland, maybe the best dedication ceremony I've ever seen. Yeah, you know, I I was reading an article about uh well I obviously I watched I was tuned into social media. Unlike you, I know you have a trip upcoming. I have to wait till May. So I've been really in tune with social media, checking out everything Star Wars, watching everything Rise of the Resistance and what's been going on over in Galaxy's Edge. And um I got to watch that dedication ceremony and to see those two X Wing fighters flying over the Galaxy's Edge area and uh there's been reports now it's confirmed that Boeing helped, you know, make those X-Wing fighters and uh super cool man. I mean, we we talked about it a little bit before about how they're going to start getting into drones and whatnot with the technology evolving and uh man, if you haven't seen that opening ceremony, uh look it up on YouTube. It's well worth watching. It's super cool. So my question is this, okay. No no spoilers, mm-hmm. right? But you've probably seen video of almost the whole thing, right? Multiple times. 
Really? Yeah, I, you know, and I, and I said to myself, I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to save myself and me experience it. And there's just no way. But the one thing, and I'm, obviously this will be a no spoilers podcast. We're not going to say anything that's going to give away for anybody else going to wait, especially you, because I know you haven't seen anything yet. Um, the one thing that I can say is I've watched uh, videos even after the fact of Flight of Passage. And Flight of Passage, just watching it and experiencing it certainly doesn't do it justice watching it on a screen on YouTube. So I'm... I'm the Rise of the Resistance looks absolutely amazing on YouTube. I can't imagine how much better it's going to be in person. So we have heard from multiple, multiple people who have already done it. And they have said it's the greatest attraction in Central Florida. I, I mean, that's a big statement. I believe it. I believe it. And that, I'm t- but it hasn't just been one or two. It's been, I mean, multiple people have said mm-hmm. this thing is unbelievable. I, You know, I've... It's hard for me too because I want to talk about it. Like I want to talk to you about it, mm-hmm. um, but also, I mean, I'm about to be there, and I like the way they've gone about doing this too with having the boarding groups. They kind of messed it up the first couple days, but it seems like Disney starting today has fixed that problem. And and the way they did it, it kind of reminds me of Max Pass in Disneyland, where once you were in the park and they scanned your ticket, you were able to get on and get a boarding group for the day, and it would give you a return time. Right, mm-hmm. uh, but the problem was people were within the first hour. The boarding times were completely booked up for the entire day, meaning people were getting on and booking multiple boarding times. Right. So they were getting, let's say, they get ten a.m., two p.m., th- five p.m. You know, now they're holding multiple boarding times. Which, to be honest, man, part of me is like, that's wrong. What are you doing? You know, give other people a chance. And then the other part of me is like, I'd want to ride it three times too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but it looks like Disney has fixed that because now, starting today, they, whenever you go into the park and you go to do your boarding group, if you've already got one, you get a notification that says, oops, looks like you already have a boarding group, you know, or you're not within the park. Um, you know, please try again or, or fix whatever's wrong. So, but I mean, Disney was really on the ball with the problems that they, uh, they had going on. Did you see that Disney was giving a complimentary one-day park hopper to guests who couldn't ride it, and they were also giving them a fast pass for any attraction, including Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, and I'm wondering if it was a tech glitch on their end that they realized that they really messed up with that, and that's why they really want to make it up. You know, it wasn't one of those things where, hey, listen, you try to book your fast pass, you know, uh, you 60 days out and you couldn't get what you wanted and you know hey tough luck that's what happens you know that's why we gotta get up at 7 a.m but um i think maybe they realized that they dropped the ball on something which is why they were so giving and listen they're a fantastic company in general and we've always talked about what great customer service they have that's why we continue to go back but i think that they really realized you know what uh we could have done this a little bit better let's make it up to everybody and what better way to make it up i mean that was absolutely awesome yeah i mean automatically um, guests who were already in the park were able to, on December the 5th, were able to get, if they went to get a boarding group, they got this notification on the on the uh, MDE app. Unfortunately, we can't accommodate your boarding group. You'll receive a Fast Pass Plus valid tomorrow for any attraction, including Rise of Resistance, plus a complimentary one-day park hopper ticket. Check your account for more information. And then if you look at the tickets, um, it was automatically linked to your MDE, um, a one-day Magic Your Way ticket with Park Hopper option complimentary. That's pretty impressive. And not only that, you know what they did, man? They made the date that it's valid all the way through December 31st of 2030. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. You know, now that you look, since they made the change to the ticket options last year, earlier this year, last year, to where now you have to select your date and your ticket. So if you buy a, f- a four-day ticket, your ticket's only valid for six days. Right. You know what I mean? It used to be valid. As long as you didn't use it, you come back and use it. Now, you know, if you go the, you're go you going the 10th through the 16th, you buy a four-day ticket, your tickets are literally valid to take the 10th through the 16th. Mm-hmm. So, um, But, yeah, it's, it's good. Hey, so the videos you've watched, give me this much, okay? Are we looking – did they go straight universal and you're looking mostly screens? Or are we seeing a lot of animatronics? You're looking at everything. You're getting really? you're getting every type of ride in one ride. Okay. And is it because I literally have not looked at it at mm-hmm. all, and I've avoided all articles about it. Um, is it a 
stationary attraction or are you moving uh, in a car, let's say? Uh, moving in a car. The one thing that I was surprised about, and like I said, I'm, we're not going to give anything away, was watching the groups go through and the amount of time that the actual attraction and ride is, how long it takes, how they're able to get so many people in and out. Like, you know, certain rides that you know from the past, Ellen, you know, that, that was a people mm-hmm. eater. You could have 900 to 1,000 people on in one 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 right. one circuit, you know, just one tour around. You got a thousand people, you know, and that's a huge people eater. You know, there's a lot of those rides that are people eaters. I don't understand how in the world with the with the limited amount of people they have per car, um, how you're going to be able to get that many people being able to experience this, plus everything else that's involved with this attraction. How they're going to get so many people in and out. I, I'd, I'd love to know what the number is, the amount of people they could get on that ride per day. You know, if they were doing a regular 12-hour day or a 14-hour mm-hmm. day, what's the capacity? What do they hit at? You know, if you if that ride's going nonstop from the minute it, from rope drop to the rope closing, how many people actually get to ride it compared to a lot of the other rides? That's something that I would really love to find out because – it's a long attraction, man. It's uh, it's it's not mine train, that's for sure. <laughs> it's uh, it's you're on there for a while. Well, see, I'm thinking that they're like when I go down next week, I think I'm going to um make one morning where I literally just go over just to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and then we'll start our day because it looks like even with them fixing the the boarding group assignments, you know. It's still, it's probably going to fill up, you know, earlier. Probably, what, 10, 11 o'clock? Probably going to be done, right. you know? I mean, look what Hagrid's did over at Universal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was full by 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So, um, I definitely want to be able to get on there, though, because you just don't hear that many people come out and go, be that positive about something new. Mm-hmm. So, and I do like that they've done the, the virtual queue system. That's that's great. And even though I know you wait afterwards, and that's fine, but to not have those seven... I mean, look when Flight of Passage opened, and it was these five, six, seven-hour waits. To not have that going on to where you can go around and experience the rest of the park, I mean, it's 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 just a no-brainer. Did you... um it's talking Star Wars. Did you see the, the medals that came out? For? For race weekend? No, I didn't. In I April? Didn't, no, I didn't yeah. see that. So, you know I'm doing my first... Yes. My first run Disney yes. event. I'm doing the Star Wars Rival Run, yep. okay? Uh, running the dark side, uh, 10K, and I've got Katie with me, and she's, dude, I'm like, every other day, I'm like, hey, you need to start training with me. You need to start training <laughs> with me. And now I sound just like a terrible husband, because I'm like, the balloon ladies are going to get you, and I'm not saving you. Like, you're on your own. Like, I'm off, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm taking off. Um, and she's like, I get my medal either way. I'm like, well, valid point, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So she'll, this will probably be a one and done for her with running the marathons, but uh, it'll be good. But yeah, man, the uh, the the medals look super cool, and for for this to be the first medal I'll get with a Run Disney event, I have a feeling I'm going to be super uh, addicted. Super, <laughs> yeah. And it's not a cheap thing to get addicted no, to either. No, no, no. I want to say for Katie and I both to run the 10K, it was probably like three fifty. Yeah, three. Yeah. It was something like that. It was something uh, really cool. But the Star Wars Rival Run 10K, um, it has Leia and a Stormtrooper. And it's black and silver. has the date 2020. Um, it's pretty cool, man. They should have a pretty it's, cool it's, merchandise tent too, right? Over at ESPN yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I wish I had done the half marathon because it has Yoda. Wow. Um, which is which is really really cool. And then if you're doing the Kessel Run challenge, then it's uh, it, that's a super cool one too. It's like looking out of the front of the Millennium Falcon right as it's going into um, like like warp speed, mm-hmm. you know, like hyperdrive. So that's pretty cool too. So anyway, yeah, there's a bunch of a uh, bunch of cool stuff, man, with these um, with these medals. I'm gonna be super stoked to get down there and do that. If anybody's gonna be down there, we're already meeting up with um, Anchor and Amy. Oh, cool. And uh, having dinner with them, yeah. So uh, if anybody's going to be down there, it's April the 16th through the 19th of, of this next year, 2020. So uh, get a hold of us. We'll hang out. Had, We're leaving Riley. If they had a Baby Yoda medal, then maybe I'd have to make it down there for that one. Oh, man, I tell you <laughs> I what. love that guy. <laughs> Baby, I've seen people so upset about no merchandise, you know? And I, I'm like, but the only reason they don't have Baby Yoda merchandise is because if they had created it, it would have leaked. Right. You know, they have to send that stuff off to get made months and months and months in advance. And Baby Yoda would have leaked. Mm-hmm. 
100 percent. so i gotta give disney credit for saying you know what we'll take a hit on the merch just to have that boom you know here's here's baby yoda have we got a real name for the for baby yoda yet no not yet i'm only i'm only on episode really yoda it's It's not really yoda right yoda species but we don't know what he is yet or where he's from there's still a lot of mystery behind him but uh since we're on the star wars topic Man, he's cute. Oh. He kind of reminds me of Riley's guinea pig. Got big old eyes. Guinea pig's still alive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, we're going to go down a rabbit hole here, or a guinea pig hole. Um, This week, I thought, I didn't even think about it, man, because we're leaving out of town. I thought, what am I going to do with Riley's guinea pig while we're gone? Because my mom's taking Dash, taking the dog. Um, I'm dropping him off up at her house, but she won't take the guinea pig. Like, there's just Mm -hmm. no way. So I thought, you know what? Like, if it had a big cage, like a big cage, I think it would be okay because we'll put tons of food out, put tons of hay, you know, because it eats the hay and and then it's pellets and all that kind of stuff. And so I had a big dog crate for Dash. You know, Dash is a big oh, dog. Oh yeah, big dog crate for Dash. So I went out and I um, cut this, cut these like two by fours, and drilled holes through them, and put them around the bottom of the of the cage so that the bedding wouldn't go everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I took um, uh, like saran wrap around the bottom of that, so that way it would keep it in even more. And then I just filled it full of uh, guinea pig bedding, and then put put the the you know the the house mm-hmm. and the food and the toys and all that kind of stuff in there. Well, here's the problem: I did this. I put it in Rise's room, and she comes home and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I love that better than the one you got me originally." And I'm like, "Oh no!" So now we have this massive dog crate. <laughs> With <laughs> guinea pig bedding that's just going to permanently be a part of Riley's room. Uh, so, yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Okay. I didn't cut a finger off, so, you know. All's good. All the digits are there. That's good. Yeah, I had my moment. Um, well, enough uh, talking Disney news, talking guinea pigs, talking uh, holidays at Disney Springs, all that fun stuff. Mike, tonight, you, uh, when we start talking about topics, <laughs> you know, anytime we're missing Jay. We always like to pick topics that, you know, are fun to do, but but it's not going to be too hard without all three of us here. So you came up with something really cool that was based on, you know, being the holidays. We're two weeks from Christmas, pretty much. And uh, why don't you explain to everybody what you and I are going to uh, dive in and take on tonight? Yeah, you know, so our last two episodes, the uh, last week we talked about Epcot around the holidays, and the week before that we talked about Disneyland. So we're going to kind of combine those two because, you know, one thing that goes on in Disneyland this time of year, we get a lot of overlays, you know, uh, and the overlays are in the Haunted Mansion. There's a, there's a Jack Skellington overlay. You have the Jingle Cruise. There's... The, Disneyland is blessed with a little bit more of that because we said it's a locals park, you know, and because they can shut down a ride for a week or two and not, you know, be detrimental to the crowds that are there. You know, you don't want to shut down, you know, uh, Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion for a week to do an overlay. You know, too many people base a lot of their vacation on going on that kind of ride. So we don't really have a lot of being blessed with good overlays in Disney World. Uh, We get the Jingle Cruise once in a while. You know, I think we had that last year for the first time, right? Did you get to Mm -hmm. do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think... um, I think tonight's episode, what we want to talk about a little bit is if we could pick what overlay we would want to do, what ride it would want to be, and uh, what would our theming be, and you know, kind of talk about what our you know fantasy overlay in Disney World would be. Uh, I, I I think I know yours if you're still keeping the one that mm-hmm. we were talking yep. about the other day, yep. but you don't know mine, so I'm going to go first because Perfect. I know yours, and I know that we could spend 20 minutes easily just talking about mm-hmm. yours. Um, and everything they could do. Whenever we do um, episodes where we come up with our own ideas, I spend more prep time on those than I do just about any episode because all these great ideas come to me and it ends up becoming a topic for the family. So like we sit down at dinner tonight and start talking about, hey, if you could overlay something at Disney for Christmas, what would you do? And Katie's giving ideas and I'm throwing stuff out and we're kind of you know going back and forth. And that's one of the reasons I like doing this because it gets the family talking. It's you know it's a conversation starter. It's positive. It's about Disney. Um, and man, we threw ideas around for quite a while. Some of them good, some of them not so good. <laughs> um, but the one came to me, and I thought, you know what, this would be a really cool overlay. I wanted something exciting, and I wanted something that you would never expect to see Christmas. All right. So I'm heading to Hollywood Studios, and we are doing 
Rocking Christmas Roller Coaster. Hmm. All right. So check this out. So you're entering everything. The lights are up. Everything's decorated. You got the snow coming down. Um, and then you look. You don't even have to change the sign. You literally have you ever seen like with a like t-shirts stuff like that? They'll just kind of write in the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. in between other yeah. words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like that. Like on the sign, they just kind of put a put a board up there and it just says Christmas. You know. Um, but rocking Christmas roller coaster, and you come in the queue, and as you're coming up the queue, and you get ready to go into the staging area, you know where the pre-show mm-hmm. is. Um, it's uh, Christmas trees. It's you know it's all decorated. There's Christmas music playing, like rock Christmas music. You enter, and where you would typically have Steven Tyler and Aerosmith doing their um, pretty bad acting job. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're completely gone. They are out of there. And you are now in the North Pole. You are seeing Santa's workshop. You're seeing the elves. They've done a brand new video. The elves are working tirelessly. And all of a sudden, Santa busts through the back door. And he goes, I've overslept. And he's freaking out because he is going to miss Christmas. And he tells the elves, get the sleigh loaded. Get it going. And they, when his head elf comes over and says, Santa, there's no way you're going to be able to get all the way around the world and deliver all these presents on your own. Not with our sleigh. It's not even ready. And he goes, get the, you know, the powered sleigh ready then. <laughs> and he, then he turns, Santa turns to you and he goes, I'm going to need your help to deliver all these presents tonight. Right? And so now you're a part of Santa's sleigh, Santa's team. And as you enter the uh, the queue there, you know, it's light Christmas lights everywhere. You're coming along. All of the, the uh, cast members are all dressed in elves costumes, like elf costumes. And you come around. And that, look, even the overlay on the cars, you could leave them just normal cars. But just put, you know, like antlers on the front or put like, you know, like uh, stuff like that. And then you enter the you enter the uh, the ride and you come around. And instead of, you know, normally whenever you're riding Rock and Roller Coaster, it's like, Five, four, <laughs> three, you know. But instead, you hear Santa's voice, and he gives you the talk. He's saying, all right, I need your help tonight to save Christmas. You know, are you ready? And then the countdown is saying the reindeer's names. Uh, and cool. so right whenever he says Rudolph, boom, you take off. And as you're going through, you know all the black lights and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff? Sure. Now you're passing, like, houses with chimneys, and you'll, like, see Santa, like, going down the chimney. And you'll see, you know, past, like, Christmas trees and all, you know. It's hard to do the visuals because it is so fast, you know, as you're coming out. But you go through. It's Christmas music the whole time, like rocking Christmas music. And you come to the end, and whenever you get off, that is where you go into Santa's village. And you finish your evening, and there's an actual Santa meet and greet right in there. And he's thanking all the kids for their help, thanking you for the help. And you can get cookies, stuff like that. And they have rocking uh, um, Christmas roller coaster merchandise, just specialty, just for the just for that year that you can buy. Uh, that is my overlay, dude, for Christmas. I I wanted something unique, something different, and uh, and that's what that's what I came up with. That's so cool, man. I love that idea. That's that's absolutely awesome. You know, it's nice to tie, be able to tie that in. Uh, we all know that Aerosmith has been a little bit tired over there, and they're due for a change. And that's a great place to do an overlay. And like you said, what an easy overlay that could be. You know, it doesn't take much of a modification. It's, you know, some of the black light stuff inside. And listen, you said that you go so fast, but I could tell you every sign that you pass by when you go through there. I mean, yeah. I know every yeah. single one, you know, the Hollywood, the donuts, and the, you know, so even if you've just read the, even if you've just ridden the ride a couple of times, you know, all of the stuff and the signage that's in there. So that's very, very cool, man. I love that idea. That's, that's, that's awesome. That, that's really, really, really cool. Uh, I, I could definitely see that being part of the whole Disney tradition. That, that's really cool. I like that a lot. Well, it would only take them to close maybe like really two or three days, probably close that attraction. And it's not like it's an attraction that's going to crush you, especially now with Galaxy's Edge and Toy Story Land. You know what I mean? You could close that for as long as you needed to overlay that attraction. Mm-hmm. And then you bring it back. And, you know, like, like I said, I mean, you're pretty much putting up new signage. I mean, it's it would take them no time, right? You know, you're you're putting in like a snow machine, you're putting up Christmas lights, and you're changing the. Well, I mean, the biggest thing would probably be doing the video, but once you have the video done, you're done. Like once you record it, it's on. Oh there. yeah, and then um, you know, you're you're doing music, and that's it. Yeah, that, that's so, that's super cool, man. I like that a lot. That's awesome. 
Yeah, man, I, I would love to see that because you know what? It, and I know Aerosmith's not going to be around for long, mm-hmm. um, but it's it is oh, it's out it's outplayed. I wonder how many people growing up like do your girl okay your girls uh, Sarah's sixteen. Mm-hmm. She have any clue who Aerosmith is? Uh, only from Disney. That's it. Yeah, that's okay, it. just Disney related. That's it. Nothing. They, they're not relevant now. And then you know Steven Tyler was a little bit relevant because he was on that. Uh, what, what was that that singing show he was on? Was he on um, American Idol? Yeah, he was. He was one of the judges on that, right? So he's a little bit. I maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think he was on one of those singing shows. Nothing that I ever watched, but I think that made him a little bit more you know mainstream for the you know kids that are around now. But other than that, not really. You know, he's that old grandma-looking rock star. You know, he's not. Yeah, exactly. He's not. You know, not prevalent. But yeah, that that's. Uh, yeah, their 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 time has come. That's the first concert I ever went to. Really, I've never seen them in concert. They were good. I mean, I was only like thirteen at the time. But they were good. Hmm. But they were also. This was when Armageddon had just come out. Like all the you know, all those great songs from that were you know so right. they were they were good at that time. Um, well, buddy, that's mine, but I think I know yours as long as you didn't change it. Cause you mentioned it to no, me. Still the same. Um, I'm excited to get into this one because it is my favorite nighttime spectacular at Walt Disney world. It's something I rarely miss. And when I go, I, it just, I make a whole, whole evening out of it. I'm usually there early and, you know, stay through the whole thing and just, I absolutely love it. Uh, but before I give it away, Mike, what are you doing, buddy? Well, you know, I took a, I thought about this a lot too. You know, Laura and I and the kids had a little bit of a discussion as well. And, um, I was fortunate enough back in my day to see the Osborne lights when we were over in, you know, Hollywood studios. And I think that's kind of why I picked that. Now I know they have that jingle, bam, you know, fireworks show stuff at night and it's pretty cool. And they light up, you know, the tower, tower looks really cool. But I also wanted to stick with Hollywood studios. I thought that they would definitely need some kind of Christmas show. I think Epcot's pretty entrenched with Christmas stuff and um i think and you know that we have the very merry uh christmas party over magic kingdom so i myself also i wanted to do something over at uh hollywood studios so i thought that it would be a pretty cool idea to absolutely pull the phantasmic show and change that over to a christmas spectacular show and instead of having your normal phantasmic storyboard line we would have mickey having to save the day because santa wasn't able to uh, get get the presents out to the kids because all of the villains were trying to cast a spell on them because the villains didn't want Christmas to come. So, uh, you know, during Fantasmic, you have all of those boats that go through. So I figured you would have the villain boats. You know, you would have the Oogie Boogie boat go through one time, you know, and he'd be singing a song about how he's going to stop Santa Claus. Then you would have Maleficent pull through on another boat and talk about how she's going to stop. And then, obviously, we would have Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse in their Christmas costumes wearing their Santa Claus, you know, hats and whatnot and they would save the day put a spell on the villains and on the very very finale they would come riding in this huge huge awesome looking boat with santa on the back of it with the reindeer on the front and then mickey and minnie riding along and they're able to save the day they're able to crush the villains and have santa claus deliver the kids and save christmas so i kind of wanted to do something similar to you with you know santa being able to deliver the gifts but i wanted to do it over in phantasmic and eliminate the show that's there now and go with a nighttime spectacular christmas show first off when you told me this idea i was blown away because i wish i had thought about it because that's an amazing one i dude here's the thing for me anytime you get a special christmas show i'm all in the fact that like you're saying that mickey and minnie are coming to the rescue they're saving christmas santa is gone i mean even if they like you know somehow the villains all kidnap Santa, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and take him away and Mickey and Minnie have to, and I just, in my, in my head, when I'm thinking about it, I picture Mickey, you know, at the end of Fantastic when he's standing on top of the mountain, dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, 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 you know, and the fireworks are going off and I get chills and tears in my eyes every single time, but to see him with Christmas music going on and to see him, um, shooting fireworks you know into the air and and doing that but in a in a like a santa outfit mm-hmm. and also you know how they do the water screens oh yeah i love i would love if sometimes they would or they would put up um you know like the old school cartoon christmas cartoons were like chip and dale are in the christmas tree and pluto's trying to get it you know and mickey's bringing back christmas uh saving christmas by bringing back your memories 
you know, positive memories of Christmas by showing you all those things you remember from, a, you know, being a kid, you right. know, um, where the villains have tried to take it away. And Mickey's like, no, I'm going to bring it back because this is deep inside you. You have the spirit of Christmas. So, dude, I, I love it. I thought about yours. I think that's why it took me so long to do mine because <laughs> I couldn't get yours out of my head. I was like, oh, my gosh, I would love this. And you know what, man? You could do a dining package for it. Oh, yeah. Um, include the whole thing. They could do um, eggnog. They could do you know specialty drinks. They could do specialty cookies. I mean, they could make a whole big thing of it and really make that a go-to event for the holiday season. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I think the biggest thing about that would be the construction of the boats. You know, because the those boats that that you know cruise through there play a huge part in the original Fantasmic show. And if anybody's not seen it, it's a it's a you know these these river boats that kind of pass by and they have all the characters on them. I think that would be the biggest undertaking would be either transforming the boats to either making new ones or rehabbing the other ones to make them look like the Christmas boats and uh, or the villain boats because we all know we love villains, you know, and a villain story with Christmas and uh, Santa Claus Mickey, I think that would be really, really cool. So that's kind of where I wanted to go with my uh, overlay, so to speak. I'm really glad, though, that you completely got rid of the phantasmic idea because when you first said it, I thought, oh, no, is he going to do, like, a, just a Christmas? Everyone's going to be in Christmas. It's going to be like, oh, look, there's John Smith. And he's swinging on a candy cane, yeah. you know, across the mountain and all that kind of stuff. It's like, <laughs> so, no, man, I absolutely love it. I think, I mean, I know it takes a lot, you know, and I, and I know it would be kind of rough to close those. But do, do you even have to close them? I mean, can Disney implement or just have boats you know that they put in because i'm sure they have backups I'm, yeah you, you, you make know? a couple of boats and you put them in storage and you take them out when you That's need it. same thing with the parade floats i mean they have same same exactly yeah, parade you know floats I mean? that only get used seasonally you know the, the boo to you parade floats don't come out during christmas time that's for sure right well and the whole thing too is you could you could use the same boat at the end you know what mm-hmm. i mean like just decorate it for christmas and then have sand on the back like you said and then they have the reindeer outfits yeah they're in the christmas parade right you know, have the reindeer, have um, all the princesses dressed in their Christmas because a lot of the Christmas cart, the the princess cartoons have Christmas uh, episodes or, or you know movies sure. like Beauty and the Beast has a Christmas one, you know all that kind of stuff. So have them in their Christmas gowns. Um, I, th- I think it would be really really cool, really really cool. I love it, buddy. I hope some Imagineerings are listening now. <laughs> I know, right? So imagine you're sitting back there going, hmm, I wonder. Like, well, we don't have to work tomorrow. We'll just pitch this idea through email right now. Um, yeah, dude, I, 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 this is this is a lot of fun. This, this is about getting other people talking. It's about getting our Disney family talking. You know, it's, it's something fun to say because, look, we don't, we don't all get to go to Disney that often. You know, it's something that we live for, you know, and, and by – by keeping that magic alive through conversation and, and, you know, coming up with these ideas, I just, I, I love hearing after we do these episodes, our Disney family get on the Facebook group or through email and go, Hey, what if we did this? Or what if we did this? This is what I would do. So, uh, well done, buddy. Really, really well done. Uh, really, really good. I, I hope Disney implements something like that, uh, in the near future. That'd be really cool. So, you know, Justin, I had a great time talking about some of these overlays tonight. And, uh, you know, the overlays really enhance your original experience. But there's one thing that we have on our Facebook page is pictures. And they never need to be enhanced because we have an awesome Facebook group that has some amazing pictures. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Well, Mike, well done. I tell you what, you amaze me with your transitions every single time. <laughs> uh, you have you are the uh, professional to end all professionals when it comes to pick of the week, um, buddy. I tell you what, uh, my Merry Christmas to you is. Why don't you go first? Ooh, thank you, man. Uh, my pick of the week. I've been, I saw it earlier today and. Awesome picture. Katrina Dupree. Sophia found her mini ears and asked to wear them. How could we say no? Listen, Katrina, if I could wear mini ears or Mickey ears around all day, I would as well. Well done. Parenting win. Awesome. She looks great. My pick of the week. That is an awesome one. I tell you what, uh, she is just adorable, man. Oh my gosh, she's adorable. My pick of the week goes to one of our very, very good friends, and that is Dylan. Dylan Zobel. Uh, his his dad, uh, I think his name's Scott, uh, posted a picture that says, Dylan's Star Wars-themed birthday party with his cousins. The Thai Advanced Fighter Pinata was a hit. 
one, uh, dude, all right, first off, Scott, you got to text me, man. Did you make that? Because if you made that, that is silly good. Like, have you seen that? Have you seen the picture? Dylan made that. He's going to make that. Uh, yeah, I would say Dylan. You didn't made see the it. earlier pictures. Scott- I have, Dylan had the 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 sketches all drawn out. No, that that was all Dylan. I had nothing to do with Scott. Okay, well look look at Scott taking pe- credit in the picture too. He's the one holding up the string. You know, Dylan, hit him with that lightsaber right there behind you. Just literally right there. Hit him with the lightsaber, and then uh, and then all will be well. Um, yeah, absolutely love it, man. That they're such a good family, dude. They they are just they're great friends and and such a such a great family. If there's one thing I, I take away from this podcast is the people we've gotten to know over the years. It's just it's been awesome, and we're gonna hang with them in Disneyland yeah, too. So can't wait. Excited for that. Uh, honorable Mitch for me is actually R T Reagan, our good friends R T Reagan and Alicia Reagan. I said, starting out my Stitch on the Shelf game strong last night when I got home from work, and Stitch has a bottle of wine in the fridge. Um, the Reagans are so cool, man. They're they're awesome. We hung with them on Castaway and on the Disney's Cruise. Um, first off, that's how I pretty much look on every uh, uh, Christmas Eve is right there uh, <laughs> as little Stitch with the with the wine like that. So um, absolutely love that. I love seeing all these Christmas pictures coming out. Yeah, my yeah the yeah the Christmas pictures are great. We've been seeing a lot of people decorating their house, Christmas ornaments. I mean, it's it's a fun time of year, you know. Um, I have an honorable mention this week, and mine goes to Shannon and Claire. And Shannon and Claire were just on the Pirates and Pals cruise. And uh, I think, Justin, we saw that boat when we were out there on our uh, cruise. We did, yeah. yeah it was yeah, very yeah. cool. It looked like a lot of fun. And uh, she posted some great pictures from over there in the Bay Lake looking over the fireworks. And uh, that's a familiar view for us. And uh, you have an honorable mention for me for Pick of the Week. I love it. Hey, speaking of pictures, um, real quick. You got a new Christmas train, new Disney train. Yeah, Laura picked that up the other day. She texted me, she, and I miss her text. It was one of those days where I was busy at work, and yeah. um, just sometimes you, you think you answer it in your head, and I, I forgot. And then uh, I look at it, and she goes, oh, this is 40 bucks. Should I get it? And I didn't answer her, and then I'm like, oh, man, I hope she got it. An hour later, I'm like, you got it, right? She goes, oh, yeah, of course. So good up for Laura. Good job. So do you know the story about our Disney Christmas train? No. I never told you this? No. Last year, yeah, last year we were down for we were down for Christmas, and they had the new Disney Christmas train at World of Disney, mm-hmm. and I saw it, and I was like, oh, I gotta have that. But it was like a hundred and fifty bucks, right? And so I thought about it, and I was like, you know what, I gotta have it. I have to. It'll go around the bottom of my Christmas tree. Gotta have it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get home, I buy it, I get home. I go to put it together. You know where our Christmas tree goes? You know that little like kind of inlay in our living room By the area? fish tank? R- yeah. Well, no. Like the fish tank's over in the other corner. Oh, but okay. like if you're walking into the kitchen area, like right there to the right, coming down the hallway. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's okay. A, I'm just giving everyone an outlay of my house. Like, <laughs> if you ever want to break in here, I can also give you the garage code. Okay. Um, but it goes right there. And it fits perfect. It's a nine-foot tree. It fits perfectly. Then I go to put the uh, the train up. And the the only track that would work would be the circle mm-hmm. track, but even that, it's like a half inch on each side too big. And so now I have to, if I want to put it up, I have to pull it out. But the problem is, in the middle of the night, if I want to get something to drink, half the time I'm tripping over the train and pulling a Clark Griswold, like falling into the tree and doing all that kind of stuff. So yeah, my tree is too far in the corner with my round track. It's too close to the wall, so I can't run my train around. I just have to have it there for show. Unfortunately, train works. It's well, that's good. that's that's probably what we need to do. Then we just need to put it out and just have it for show under the tree. Yeah, I put it right in the front, so it's in show. It's right there, but I can't. Uh, I was able to get the track all the way around, but it's too close to the wall. So, dude, we had this. We had this moment of enlightenment in our house where what started out as what was supposed to be a great family moment ended up with Riley learning four-letter words, <laughs> you know, from me being so frustrated with the train. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, buddy, I tell you, we we love seeing all these pictures. And um, if you're not a member of the Disney Ads Podcast Facebook family, uh, you need to go join. I know we say that every episode. But um, you can head over right now to www.disneydadspodcast.com. You can find the links to all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find our emails there, both the show email, disneydadspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, our personal emails are there as well if you want to uh, get a hold of Mike, Jason, or myself. Um, there's also information about the Disney Dads Podcast Disneyland Family Vacation coming up July 15th through the 19th of 2020. 
Um, we have so many great people booked on that. Uh, all coming to hang out out in Disneyland. We are going to uh, have a great time. I mean, it's just the best part about Disneyland is everything is so close and we can all meet up and we can ride. So you can have as much family time as you want and you can have as you know as much uh, um, podcast time as you want, I guess would be the easy way to put it. And we'll all hang out. Um, a lot, a lot of great stuff going on with that. You can get a hold of Jamie and I at show at awaywithmetravel.com. S-H-O-W at awaywithmetravel.com. And we'll be happy to get you uh, complimentary quotes on different, um, whether it be an on-site Disneyland hotel or a good neighbor resort there uh, there at Disneyland. So there's some great values. We've booked a lot of families, and there's some really great values right now. So get a hold of us about that. We would love to see you guys out there. Um, Mike, I tell you what, buddy. These, these episodes are always fun. We miss the big guy, though. Um, looks like he's having a great Christmas with the family. He's doing his family uh, Christmas right now because um, I know he has to work and stuff. But uh, I actually will not be here next week. So it is is you have one person leave you this week, one person leave you next week. It's getting to be a lonely Christmas in the uh, Disney Dad's house here here for you. It's pretty sad when I'm the rock behind these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know the show's going downhill. <laughs> Whatever, we'll we'll press on. Yeah, man. Well, Jay will be back. You guys will have a good time. I will be um while you are recording, I will be at Mickey's very merry Christmas party with my um new Christmas jacket. I wear wore my Christmas jacket last year. I'm going to get a new one for this year and I will be very holidayed out and ready to a party with Mickey, Minnie, Santa and all the uh all the all my all my good friends there at um Mickey's very merry Christmas party. Uh buddy, closing words? I listen I had a great time with you tonight. Obviously Jason, I miss you very much. Uh you know, it's never the same not having you here. Uh you know, but I'm just glad you're enjoying time with the family and I look forward to seeing you later in the week and uh until later. Justin, have a great time on your vacation, and I will chat with you and send me lots of pictures because you know I'm going to be miserable at work, and I need to get by my day with your awesome pictures. Sounds good, buddy. Hey, we're going to close it up here. If you are a Patreon member, uh, stick around. We're going to do another about 10 minutes talking a few more Disney news topics uh, just for you guys. We've had a great time chatting, and until next time, guys, see you real soon. Good night, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself. We want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.